Hey everybody, welcome to the Coaching Apothecary. I'm going to do things a little bit differently today. I haven't been around for a little bit because I've been very busy with a new certification that I am working through for a framework called UMAP. And I'll record another episode just to give you the details of what the UMAP framework is. You can also head to allegrastein.com forward slash UMAP. And that will kind of explain what I'm up to. I've posted a few videos. Um, but as a, through the certification process, I have also been working on my own UMAP. Now, just for like a brief overview, UMAP um, takes a look and gathers and makes clear four different pillars of career satisfaction. But as I've really come to see it, it's four pillars of just massive self-awareness, whether you choose to use that in your career path or not, or whether you want to use it in a different application, which is also totally possible and very uh, powerful. Um, But those four pillars that UMAP looks at and really synthesizes together are your strengths, your skills, your interests, and your values. So when you sign up for a UMAP, the first thing you do is you take four assessments that don't take very long, um, but you want to be focused when you take them. And those assessments give you the results that are then put together in a 15 page report and your unique UMAP illustration. And then as a certified coach, what I do is then lead you through deepening your understanding of what your results say about you. How do you embody those? How can you apply them? What actions can you take as a result of knowing this information? So it's a very actionable um, framework, which I really, really love because it's not just this pretty thing that you're going to see and then put on a shelf. We're really going to say, okay, so what? (laughs) Um, Okay, so as a result of this, by the way, this episode is going to be me just doing a lot of kind of uh, thinking out loud. I've been doing a lot of processing internally and it helps me to think out loud And I think I'm going to share it here because perhaps it will help some of you. So I'm getting my own UMAP and I have taken the Strengths Finders test. It's through Gallup. That's the assessment that we use to discover your strengths. And there are 34 strengths that are gauged and your results tell you what your top five are. And my top five strengths are Relator. That's my driving strength. That is the thing, you know, my relationships really kind of set my priorities for the day, my relationships with my family, with my kids, with my friends, and with my clients. Um, I often say I don't work with a lot of clients at one time because I really give a ton of energy to the relationships I have with my clients and want to be able to be present for each one of them. Um, Then I have three passenger strengths. So these strengths really help and support my driver, and those are ideation. I love ideas. I love celebrating ideas. I love coming up with ideas and brainstorming and contributing ideas. Uh, Activator. An activator is someone who loves to get things started. Just let's get things going. And if you know me or we, we work together, you know that I am a champion of taking an idea and running with it, of giving it a shot. Like, let's just make things happen. I'm a big believer of learning through action and not spending too much time thinking about something, but really getting into experimentation and curiosity. And then my third passenger strength is maximizer. I call this the coaching strength because maximizers really love to take great things and make them even more awesome. I am always saying that I 
I always see potential in people. I always can look at someone and just be like, oh, you are capable of so much. Not that what anyone is doing in the present moment isn't enough. It's really from a place of possibility and fun and let's make life interesting that I am always inspired to help things grow. The picture that comes to mind is like a stone that's thrown in a puddle of water and the ripples just keep radiating out. That's what I think of when I think maximizers. Like, well, what can we do next? So those strengths, I think, really contribute to my value as a coach. I bring those into my coaching partnerships. Clients who are looking for that kind of energy tend to resonate very well with me. Um, A lot of, uh, not a lot of, but a number of my clients, a percentage of my clients, usually have really amazing ideas. And what they're looking for is activator energy. So they're looking for that kickstart, that fire, that ability to really turn an idea into micro action and to start making it happen. Those are incredibly satisfying and rewarding partnerships because I get to see these amazing people go from idea to action. And my activator strength is really a complement to where they're at and exactly what they need in that moment to start actualizing things. And there's another percentage of my clients who have no problem taking action. They are achievers. Achievers, they're possibly activators. They get things done. And I am very drawn to achievers. I am very drawn to and inspired by people who make things happen, who get things done in the world, who take an idea and run with it, who are just, you know, achievers are very hard workers. They bring a lot of tenacity, um, a, a willingness to get things done. And I'm just like, that's amazing. My fifth strength, kind of coming back to me now and how I fit into this puzzle, my fifth strength, which I've identified as the fuel. So it's not like the driving force, but it's almost like the, the ether that surrounds my other strengths. It's the, the mist within which everything is kind of operating is adaptability. Adaptability, I call the easygoing strength. <laughs> It very much allows me to come back into the present moment. It allows me to um, handle change pretty well. I'm pretty easygoing. Um, When plans don't necessarily go as expected, I can pretty quickly come back to a place of like, okay, well, what are we going to do about that? I'm good at being spontaneous. You know, I'm kind of like, well, let's just get started. I'm not uncomfortable in the unknown. Um, because I just know we're going to figure it out and I'm a big advocate of the unknown. I, um, I'm kind of like a river, you know, there's this spirit about me that's very go with the flow. And I realized this morning that that strength really serves me as a coach for achievers who are looking for a balance to their go, go, go. So one of the shadow sides of, let's say, being an achiever of getting a lot done is the challenge in finding a way to slow down. Tell an achiever, someone with an achiever strength to slow down is like, it's like oil and water. It just doesn't make any sense. It feels very, very uncomfortable. And I get it now because if achiever is your strength, like it's a positive thing that you like to make things happen, that you like to get things done and you like to work hard. So to say, you know what, let's just slow down and 
take a break and not do anything is is not in alignment with what your natural talents are. At the same time, the shadowy side of being an achiever can be burnout. The shadowy side of an achiever strength is continuing on a path long after you've realized that it's not the right path for you, right? Because that that period between being on the wrong path and getting on the right path can be kind of still and uncertain and, and better to keep going, right? Because that's where your strength is and getting things done than to kind of not know what to do next. So I had this realization this morning when I was listening to a podcast of another coach and I realized as I was listening to her that she is likely an achiever. One of her strengths is, like, is likely achiever. And I realized as I was listening to her that her audience are likely also achievers. They like the work of personal development and building self-awareness and they like the challenge and the doing and the making things happen and the taking control of the conversation and really like making themselves a project, right? Like I'm going to do the work to get this done and to figure this out. And I realized that my clients, some of my clients who have achiever as a strength are not going to work with me because they want another achiever. The clients who are the best fit for me are not looking for mirrors of themselves in that particular regard. They are not looking for a, you know, pedal to the metal, let's work, you know, work hard no matter what, there is no stopping, go, 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 push, push, push. They're not looking for that entirely. And that's not to say that I'm not a cheerleader. I am a very enthusiastic cheerleader. My activator strength is that energy that really, really gets things started. But again, underpinning that is an ability to come back to the present moment. Underpinning that is an ability is is this strength that I have to really calm things down when they start to get too overwhelming. And that's what my clients are looking for. Is they're looking for a partner who can meet them at the level of ideation that they're at because they have amazing things they want to get done, who can meet them at that level of activation because they want to, like, right, they like getting things started, who can meet them at that level of maximizing because they too are just inspired to find new ways to do things and to just keep expanding that, that circle. And they also appreciate and value that I am not going to take their overwhelm too seriously, that I am not going to sacrifice who they are in the present moment for a bigger vision and like doing hard work. Um, oftentimes in my coaching sessions, we will start with a recentering exercise where I will really encourage my client to practice coming back to the present moment, dropping back into their body and just saying, okay, what's happening right now? Another way this shows up is um, if a client is very far ahead in their mind, so they're thinking, oh, I don't know if I can do this next week. What if this happens in the future? They're trying to plan things out, right? Because they want to get things done. I am very, very good at noticing that that's happening and kind of pulling them back to the present moment and saying, okay, yes, I know this may happen in a week or this could happen in a month. And where are we right now? That's my adaptability strength coming back into the present moment. What's the very next action we can take? It's not a big deal. 
Another way this shows up is that I never believe that there are only two options. I'm not a fan of binaries. I think a lot of times um, people get stuck because the options that they see in their conscious mind both stink. And they're like, well, option A stinks and option B stinks, and those are the only two options I've got, so I'm just not going to do anything. I'm stuck. And I love coming into that situation and saying, well, what if it's not just A or B? What if there's an option C, D, E, F, and G? Like, what if there are 10 more options? We might not know what they are, but what if they, they exist? And I like to just crack open that, that possibility, right? Like, it's not that big a deal. We can find a solution. Um, another way this shows up, I use this metaphor that sometimes, you know, my clients are working hard on something, they have big ideas, and I, I describe the state they get in as being like in a thought tornado. A lot of overwhelm, a lot of stress, a lot of thinking, they're feeling it in their bodies, a lot of emotional stuckness. And I, I don't take those tornadoes very seriously. I don't take fears, problems, limiting beliefs, stories, I just don't take them very seriously. It's not my job to believe them. You don't hire me to believe all the stories you're going to tell me about why you can't move forward, why you can't figure it out. I wouldn't be very, I wouldn't be of very much value, I have to imagine, if I just kind of, you came and you said, I'm having all these problems. And I said, yeah, you're right. It's too bad. I just don't go there. And so, and, but more than that, I also just don't freak out about it. I'm able to look at the tornado you're in and I don't come into the tornado with you. Rather, I kind of put my hand in and I invite you to hold it and I pull you out to stand next to me to just watch the tornado. Let's just have a cup of coffee and look at all of this stuff that's swirling around your mind and in your body and, and which is just keeping you feeling um, paralyzed. And let's just watch it together and then we're going to watch it pass together. And wasn't that interesting? That's my adaptability. So <clears throat> I just wanted to come on and kind of process some of that because I'm I'm through understanding my own strengths, through having really embodied it and, and worked through it in my UMAP, I'm really starting to see not only the client compliments, um, who my communication partners are, and my communication partners, the people who really are going to resonate with my work, are either looking for a kickstart, which is where my activator comes into play, or they're looking for, for a bit of... Um, balance to their achiever side, to their hardworking side, which I honor and appreciate and respect. And I'm also able to see from a different angle. And I just think that's really fascinating. And I'm really excited about it. And I'm feeling really good about owning that that's the energy I'm going to bring into a partnership. That the coaching I do is about usually getting something done, about creating a change, about moving into the unknown, about carving a new path. I love that. That's my maximizer and ideation coming through. And I'm going to be, I'm going to do it from a place of groundedness and centeredness and not taking things way too seriously and inviting you to kind of stop every so often and just sit with me at the campfire metaphorically and, and have a moment and then get started again. And then it's all okay. So if that resonates with you, if as you're listening and you've made it this far and you're like, dang, I want some of that then a coaching partnership could be a possible fit, maybe even starting with a UMAP if that's something you want to know more about. So head on over to AllegraStein.com where you can learn more about me. If you go to AllegraStein.com forward slash connect, you can set up a time for a discovery call. I'm all about, again, relationships and moving into conversation and cutting to the chase. So if you're curious to know more about coaching, 
and if a partnership with me could be a fit for where you're at, let's uh, hop on the phone. You can set that up there. Thanks so much for being here today. Thanks for listening. Bye.